patient toward all that is unsolved in your heart and try to love the questions themselves. From Chicago, it's the Old St. Pat's Podcast Sunday Series, a show that highlights weekly reflections from Old St. Patrick's Church. As we start 2024, filled with aspirations, resolutions, and an unknown future, we draw inspiration from Mary. She is an excellent example of courageously moving forward despite uncertainties and cultivating patience while allowing the answers to unfold in God's time. Today, Father Pat McGrath urges us to embrace these questions that linger in our hearts and allow love to be the gateway that opens our hearts, eyes, and ears to the profound revelations God desires to unfold naturally in the year ahead. You may know these words. They've become famous now. They were written by an Austrian poet named Rilke. And in an instruction, a letter to young poets, he famously wrote these words, be patient toward all that is unsolved in your heart and try to love the questions themselves, like locked rooms and like books that are now written in a very foreign tongue. Do not seek the answers which cannot be given you because you would not be able to live them. And the point is this, to live everything Live the questions now. Perhaps you will then gradually, without noticing it, live along some distant day into the answer. Perhaps you will then gradually, without noticing it, live along some distant day into the answer. Rilke's approaching a fundamental challenge of our lives, it seems here, and not with a particular religious bent necessarily. He was Catholic. But he's coming at this human reality about questions that might burden us at times, or questions that fill our hearts, or questions that arise over the course of a lifetime as we try to piece together our lives, our, our response, our reaction to what's happening in our lives and in our world. We carry around in us those questions, and they come to us not as abstract philosophical propositions, but they come to us through our experiences, the joys of our lives and the worries of our lives, when people we love suffer or struggle or when we face things that seem insurmountable or difficult or even those joys that overwhelm us and piecing it together, trying to understand what it all might mean, the questions are essential to who we are. They're quintessentially human things, these questions. And Rilke has this sensibility that the pathway to life or through life is keep asking the questions, but sort of live into the questions, recognizing that you may not always be ready for the answer. But there's a posture here, there's an approach the poet suggests, which is a way of opening oneself up to the possibilities that the answers will come, perhaps, over the course of a lifetime, and sometimes in the strangest, most unexpected ways. Live into the questions, he says. It seems to me that Rilke is onto something fundamentally Catholic in the way he thinks. 
a sense of an evolving awareness of the central truths of a lifetime, a sense that even in the story of Jesus and Mary and Joseph, we we hear a story of an evolving sense of the mission that they have in this world. And Mary is at the center, it seems, of this this lesson to be learned, as Luke tells us. She, She takes these things into her heart, and she ponders them. And too often, I think, we have this sense that Mary and Joseph have it all figured out, and that the idyllic presentations of what it looks like there in that manger, clean and perfect, all the questions answered, the pathway so clear, when instead we know that Mary and Joseph were full of questions. They had to be full of questions and wonder and worry about this child that's been entrusted to them. They must have had conversations, the two of them, Mary and Joseph, about those visits from the angels telling them to do strange things, telling her extraordinary news of this impossible birth. And so Mary is at the center of this, in the midst of all the activity that is around them with shepherds in the night and wise kings that come from far away or the circumcision of Jesus or the presentation in the temple and every day that would follow, Luke wants us to pay attention to Mary Watch her, observe her, take it all in, and sift through it, to hold it. And those things we assume that were unanswerable or unclear, when Simeon will tell her that a sword will pierce her heart, that this child of hers will be responsible for the rise and the fall of many and all of Israel, my gosh, what goes on in her heart about this child of hers? All the circumstances of her life turned upside down, and a voice of an angel, which she believes to be the voice of God, inviting her to do what the world would say are crazy things. And she takes one step into it with Joseph, and they take another step into it, the responsibilities of her motherhood, of caring for this child. She takes another step into this, Caring, loving, the pathway, well, it's love, even though the questions aren't all answered. Her story, it's our story. It's your story and my story, because we carry around in ourselves those questions. You brought some of them here to church this morning, I'm sure. The questions about meaning and purpose and direction, maybe that evolving sense of your own vocation or where it seems to be going, or a lack of clarity about what it might mean. The wrestling with the relationships of our lives and the struggles of our lives. And we bring them here, the questions. The questions the poet says we probably couldn't handle the answers just yet, but there's something at work here. We call it mystery. We call it God. We call it God's time, that kairos that is unfolding in a way that doesn't conform to the way we measure time or expect answers, but, but that living into that, that leaning into the question, that leaning into the story and following that example of the pathway, which is love, is, is the only way. And so we come here, we come here to Eucharist, to experience, to be fed by the presence 
of this Jesus, Mary's son, we come here to receive the one who is the divine response, God's response to the question that we are to ourselves, the questions that we carry around in our hearts. We come here on a feast of Mary, the solemnity of Mary, the mother of God, and we thank God for Mary. And we pray that, that we might lean a little bit more into her example, this one who ponders, discerns, wonders, prays, listens, and recognizes God at work in ways she can't always understand. We pray for the grace to lean into her example and we come on a New Year's Day, the start of something new, a day that frequently encourages us to look backwards and reflect and to look forward and dream and plan and maybe promise some things that will never come true. As you do that, as we enter into that spirit of reflection and making promises or hopes for the coming year, let's do it in that spirit of Mary Let's do it in that way of pondering. Let's do it in that way of reflecting deeply, searching for what God might be trying to show us, what God might be leading us to, to pray for the grace, as it were, to live into the questions, to live into the mystery. Time now for announcements and events. Join us for a warm pancake breakfast on Sunday, January 28th from 7.30 a.m. to 1 p.m. in Hughes Hall. Support OSP missions, enjoy delicious pancakes, and connect with OSP members. Hope to see you there on January 28th. Discover the world of journalism with special guest Mary Ann Ahern. Join us on January 11th at 7 p.m. on Zoom as she shares her experiences reporting on church and state in Chicago. As an award-winning political journalist, Marianne has covered campaigns from the White House to Springfield. Don't miss this insightful evening. Register before noon on January 11th at bit.ly slash eveningswithencore. Join us for the first Friday Club of Chicago as we welcome Illinois Attorney General Kwame Raoul on Friday, January 5th at noon in the Union League Club. Discover how his commitment to social justice stems from his upbringing. Hurry! Reservations close today, Tuesday, January 2nd at 5 p.m. To learn more and to register, visit firstfridayclubchicago.org. The next Encounter Young Adult Small Group is on January 7th after the 5 p.m. Mass in the OSP Rectory. If your New Year's resolution included getting more involved in the community, this is a great place to start by meeting other young adults at Old St. Pat's and learning about opportunities to give back and get involved. Hope to see you on January 7th. Thank you for listening to today's episode. The homily was originally given at the 9 a.m. Mass on Monday, January 1st by Father Pat McGrath. For more information about all resources available, visit our website at oldstpats.org. To stay up to date with new episodes, please follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and the Old St. Pat's app. Find us on Twitter at Old St. Pat's and on Instagram at Old St. Pat's Chicago. You've been listening to the Old St. Pat's Podcast.